2: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of Grinders Live, the flagship show. i the old head chopper. Man, we got a little low four game slate on tap today, but we're gonna break it down for you. I guess a few games like that means we can really get into detail on some of this stuff, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. But so we got an action packed little show for you here. Who knows what's gonna happen here? Who knows where this is gonna go? But uh, I'm being joined today by Big T. Big T's big T's on the schedule today. He's got Need to, I just need to know if my guy, if my guy
1: Big T has his big bottle of wine ready to ready to roll for the show. I don't today. I wish I did though. I mean, I got the empty bottle from last night. When you do, I mean, they told me yesterday. I thought it was a normal show. Get in after crunch time. We'll talk about games for an hour. Normal show. I was excited, and then I looked at in the fine print down below where DB puts the fine. print. It said three hours. I thought, Ooh, I need a I need a full bottle for the three hour programming. Did you get Did you get triple paid for that? I haven't I haven't seen what inquiry as far as the what what the tab's going to be on the paycheck, but I, I better check on that before before the next. I need to at least be able to pay for another bottle of wine. My goodness, that, that three hours that get you, and then the worst the worst part.
2: I mean, three hours you can sometimes you can live with it, but not when you got Mangone down
1: there talking about no. how limited he is on putting his $10 bets in and he's saying he's all limited and stuff. So, I mean, I mean we had it. Mangone betting $10 on minus minus one seventy player props. And I mean, we, we had a good little time going on. Yeah. We were talking about JJ hitting freaking air ducks oh, and his three Man, We, we had it all, all
2: going on. Yeah, it was good stuff. So, uh, can't wait. I'm looking forward to the next one of those, but, uh,
1: as for today, guys. How gotta, long did you watch it? We need to, I mean, I want to. I was in and there. out of there. I was in and out, you what know. are saying in and out? You three hours, how much of that top three hours were you tuned into? Probably about 45 minutes. Ah, that's over though. I think your your line was only about 29 and a half minutes. So you hit the yeah. over. It
2: was uh, I was in and out. Then all of a sudden, they started talking about JJ at the party, and I was like, "Oh, I better tune in for this one right here. I better, I better stick around. I got to hear what happened." And then I got the details on it. So that's what that's the kind of stuff people want to hear, man. They don't want to hear Mangone talking about how limited he is. They want to hear about JJ getting getting just hammered, man, at the party and having to be drugged up to the hotel room. So, guys, before we get into the basketball, I got a few things to take care of here. Number one, like and subscribe. We got to hit those things. You, if you're watching it. Just hit the like button because that's what keeps this thing, this train rolling. So hit the like button. Got that for you. Uh, we don't have anything free to give away for a like promotion, but tomorrow, just generally speaking, Andy Means Core Plays will be free tomorrow for everybody. So just hit the like button as a way to show your appreciation for Andy Means Core Plays being free tomorrow. Like that's, that's you know, one of the first places a lot of people start with their research because the guy... Guys, give me some good cash game information there in his core plays. So get in and do that
1: now. I, people, people read articles. I just play the optimal.
2: I, yep, I knew, I knew that's where we were going, Blender. You got to watch out, man. Means he'll come up in here and chat and start getting on you, man. You don't like that. You don't like you bad talking to his core plays. Are he works too hard for that to have you bad mouthing core plays like that. But here's one way you can use his core plays. The FanDuel single entry series is on FanDuel right now. So this week it's a hundred dollar buy-in. I know you like that. That's a little bit bigger price, but it drives out some of the, you know, some of the fish out of there, man. That are just getting kind of lucky drives out hundred dollar buy-in single entry series. So you can use some of those core plays in there because it's not as big of a field as, let's say, a three dollar buy-in where you got to fight through ten thousand people. But it's a good, it's a good tournament. It's a good tournament regardless of whether or not you get the extra added bonus of having the rotor grounders in some money at the end. But uh, I, was, I was doing pretty good. I mean, I'm doing pretty good in the single entry on FanDuel. Last night I got, I got, nah, last night wasn't my night. Last night was uh, Kevin Porter and Marcus Smart got me last night. They, they hooked me good on FanDuel. Do you have a little Kevin Porter on, on your
1: table? Yeah, and I had Gordon Hayward the night before. Ooh, I think. I did too.
2: I did too on FanDuel. <laughs>
1: it's been a rough week for the for the injuries in, in those small forward spots. But like you said, that I, I play that series every time, but the best one for sure is when it's a hundred bucks because how many's in this field today? Let's see.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Not that not, not as many though. not as many to fight
1: through. We only got Yeah, six hundred and eighty-five people single entry like that's a perfect tournament for me it's 60k in the prize pool 6k up top i mean 100 bucks 6k up top 3k for second it's a good it's a good structure and you got the free roll at the end if you somehow win first place for the week plus some smaller prizes too i mean it's just a it's way better than the five dollar or the three dollar where you gotta you gotta get through i don't like those single entries as much i mean they're they're good i mean they're fine but a lot harder to win the hundred dollar price point is solid
2: yeah i agree I, I like that i like it when it gets bumped up a little bit weed some of those people out but uh you got that going on so guys so if you can afford that jump in there like, like you, okay i got i got a hot take for you here guys but it's not really so hot if you're on Fanduel and you're playing like the seven dollar tournament the nine dollar 99 cent tournament you're playing these tournaments and it adds up to 100 bucks you're so far better off just playing the FanDuel single entry for hundred bucks. It seems like it's a big, a big price, but trust me, if you're if you're going to cash in those games, you're going to cash in the hundred dollar FanDuel single entry series anyway. So just play the good one with the good with the good payout structure, and it's a little bit easier to cash. in. trust me on that, guys. If, you, if your buy-ins total hundred dollars, there's really no use in spreading them out to a bunch of small kinds. It's not like you're going to. Well, I'm going to cash some of these and not and not cash some of those. You're either going to cash or you're not. So you might as well get in the good payout structure. That's the hundred dollar. Deem it stuff. too. I mean, don't put, oh, don't, don't deem it with ten percent of every every no, bag Yeah, going don't up. do that. Don't do that. So you got that one going on. You got the sharp side promo. We'll get to more. We'll get to the picks later. I don't even know Big T pick. He got it in so late. I couldn't even take a gander at it, man. I don't even know but I do know that uh the sharp side app. You got to download that thing. Sign up for it. And then we got the promo. I'm going to hit on my pick here in a little bit. We'll get to his pick, too. But basically, it's free money. Once you get past five wins in a row, it's free money. So I know my streak is, uh, I don't know what it is. What is it, about three or four, Devin? You tell me what my streak is. I forgot what it is. But I know I, na- I nailed the one. Last last week I was on here and I just I nailed the five-star lock of the century, Kyle Anderson rebounds.
1: Last night I gave you a well, four. Wait a second, hold on a second. Pump the brakes here. No, I was what money. He, in the, back. the money luck of the century was Kyle Anderson. Something. What did you just say?
2: Kyle Anderson, three and a half rebounds last week when everybody was out of that lineup. I gave that
1: out on the show. He, I
2: dug, man. I dug, I got. I, you ain't. That's not even the worst part. Just wait till I tell you the rest of it, man. I'm ready? I dug in on the Kyle Anderson and nailed that one. Last night I gave a four and a half star. Four and a half. They're not quite I mean, the of, What scale are we working on? A
1: five-star scale? Yeah,
2: 5 stars. So, that five-star, I couldn't go five again. You know, that's like the judge is giving everybody a 50 at the slam dunk. Not everybody can get a 50. Yeah. At some point, it's got to be a 49 So, this was a four and a half star last night. You know what this one was? And it hit two. You're not. This is even worse For than Manny, Kyle Anderson. If
1: it's better than Kyle Anderson, then I'm, was, I'm
2: intrigued. <laughs> and then I know Kirk Beast laughed at me, too. But it was, it was Tony Snell over three and a half oh. assists. Oh, I know. Just so terrible. But if they're going to put out hey, that what free happened? money.
1: Well, how many do we get? Oh, he
2: doubled it. He doubled it I don't it even last know what night. team He had, now, he, had a, he had a three and a half in the first half. He had four in the first half. Listen, if they're going to give you free money, you got to take it, right? It's free
1: money, man. <laughs> So uh, tonight I got one. I'll get to it later. It's not quite. It, it's yeah, you can't throw out these guys and then come back with like a good player. Like uh, well, it's or something. It, it's I mean, only four games. Going. It's only four games tonight. So I couldn't. You know, it
2: was tough to find the the, the really dog plays that they're giving you the free money. So this this might be you like got a, like
1: Cody Zeller. You got you got uh, some bums on this slate. There's some bums, but sharps side
2: don't give all the bums. You know, proper uh, props out there. So, we got. We'll get to that though. Here, you in get paid bit.
1: like triple if you 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 keep the streak going with Tony Snell and man, Kyle. You Anderson. know that
2: ought to be something. Let's get the guys on. Let's get Eric on the sharp side guy and, and Kyle Spears. Kyle, man, if you if you get Tony Snell and Kyle Anderson on yeah. the props, you ought to get double the streak right away. That or should count triple. for two that's streak.
1: Triple maybe.
2: that should count for a triple streak right off the bat, man. That, that that's like. That's like picking a sixteen seed in your tournament. Right. Well, you already get extra points for that upset, right? There, I agree. So you got to do that. But all right, so we got the RG badge promo. We got to knock that one out, right? I got some names for you. If you switch over the badge, you're eligible for a bunch of stuff. At the very least, you're eligible to get a shout out on air. So I got some names here for you guys. Here's your shout outs. C Martin two thousand one. Shout out to you, C Martin two thousand one. D Corey Junior. Props to you switching over your badge. Shawnee Cash. Sean E. Cash. Shawnee Cash. Props to you for switching over your badge. And oh, here you go. Alan69. Props to you. You gotta throw the 69 in there on the lap. You gotta throw the 69 in there, or you or you ain't doing it right on. That reminds me of a, <laughs> reminds me of a good story from back in the- We gotta have some story time with Chop here. We got this, we had the story time with Big T last night. We had story yeah, time. With, we had story time with Kurt Dees yesterday's show. He had a good one, too, boy. He had a good one. I'll give you a quick one. This reminds me. Allen 69 reminds me of a good story back in the day. First started DFS, and I got to the Star Street Playboy Mansion. The first time – were you around when Playboy – when Star Street was around? Not with Star Street, no. That was one of the – that was the first one to ever do the Playboy Mansion live live event fun. So, that was – did they spend I got, some time in the grotto on this one? <laughs> that was a fun time, but that was the first one ever. So everybody was trying to get into that one. All, all the big dogs were trying to get in there. And I, I got in there and got into town on, on Friday night or whatever. Go, go to the hotel bar. It's, it, they put us in a real nice place. It's like like the Real World Roll Rules Challenge was filmed there one time. Just a really nice place. Really small bar. I walk in on Friday night. There's like eight DFS guys in there. And that's it. That's the whole bar. It's like eight DFS guys. CSU Ram is there. Big dogs, man, you know, so having some fun. And some guy comes over to me, taps me on the show, just the polite as hell, older guy, glasses distinguished, just polite as polite as can be. He goes, oh, man, I've been watching you on Roto-Grinders for a long time, been wanting to meet you, you know, like just nice and proper and all this, you know, having a good conversation with him. And it's like real quiet. So everybody in the bar kind of, kind of hear what he's saying anyway. And so I was like, are you in the tournament? He's like, yeah. Cause he told me his name, but he didn't tell me his screen name. I was like, so you're the t- so what's your screen name, man? Just real nice, older, <laughs> older distinguished guy. He goes, Oh, I'm clam smacker 69. <laughs> <laughs> in the world is going, this old guy That was like, actually his name too. That was his screen name on the uh, star street was that was, that was cause I was wondering who clam smacker 69. I think everybody was kind of wondering who that was, but he made the tournament and, but damn, you gotta watch your screen names, guys, when you first sign up for these things. You, you never know when they come back and bite you in the butt, man. So they always nice use guys. that excuse, too. Like, oh, I put it in there. I didn't know I was gonna have to use it <laughs> down the road. Yeah, man. That was that was that's good stuff. So Alan 69, you get a shout out, but gotta watch that 69, man. You just never know when it's gonna come back and get you at the end. But <laughs> we got a little four gamer, man. I know you've done some research. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, if you want to ask some questions. I'm gonna try something different today. If you're in Discord and you wanna ask questions, at me. At me the questions so I can get to them easier later on. I don't have to fight through all the messages. So put at head chopper and then and then give me the question. And I'll get to it throughout the show. Or you can get or you know, fire off questions in YouTube chat. I don't think it's that easy in YouTube, but maybe Devin will keep track of them for me. So if you got questions, at me in the NBA Discord channel. That's where I'm keeping track of. And also the YouTube chat. So what you think about this slate tonight? We got a little four gamer for Thursday night.
1: Yeah, these four gamers are always – it depends on what angle you go. Like, we got a decent amount of star power at the top tonight with Harden and Westbrook, obviously, Kawhi and Paul George for the Clippers. You got Jokic. Philadelphia still playing a little shorthanded with a couple guys like Horford and Tobias. You got a lot of ways you can go at the top. And then, I mean, we got a decent amount of value, too, at the bottom. So, it's a nice little four-game slate. We got – what One big total, the Clippers game, which is also my my lock on the sharp side, coming soon. I mean, we're, we'll, we'll tease it a little bit early, but that's definitely a winner later on here in the program, but it's a good slate. A lot of directions to go. I like when you get the four-game slates where you got a bunch of, of star power at the top. I hate, I hate them when you got not as many guys to play at the top because I always like playing some cheaper plays. And you can't really do that unless we got all these guys at the top.
2: Yeah, got it. That nice little teaser, too, on your sharp side. Oh, yeah. you it,
1: teasing, baby,
2: just teasing. It's it. like when I get...
1: teased, that, uh, <laughs> teased that story yesterday.
2: Teased uh, that story yeah. or, or, you, or when you tease that Wong, you tease that Wong sometimes in the NFL. You got to go, yeah, I like it now. Let's talk about some injuries then, man. I like to go to the situation rooms where I like to start off my day and see what see what we're dealing with as far as injuries. I'm going to give it a refresh because uh, I don't know if this was the uh, if this is refreshed yet. So let me give it a little refresh for you guys. If you're following along on the screen, I'm in the situation room. This is premium stuff right here. So we'll start talking about some injuries here. And you tell me what you think about this stuff. So we got Philadelphia's first. That, that was the most obvious to me. You got Embiid out, Simmons out. Now J- Josh Richardson's out with a little concussion action, I think. Like, they're very shorthanded, man. What, is it, what does this do for your uh, – For your hopes on Philadelphia tonight?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a similar spot to how it's been. But one thing that sticks out to me is the the spread is kind of off from what it it feels like it should be. I mean, Sacramento hasn't been the greatest. I don't know. Like, when I see this game, it feels like more of a – even though they got guys out, like more of a three-point spread. It opened at three-and-a-half, and and it's up to five-and-a-half some places, five or five-and-a-half just feels like higher than it should be to me, which makes me like Sacramento a little bit. I still don't – I don't love this – I mean, obviously I don't love this Philly roster. I mean, they're down two superstars, so I shouldn't love the roster. But I don't know. Like, Tobias Harris for 7,900 on DraftKings. These guys just don't – they don't stick out. I think Horford's going to be pretty popular. I I like him a little more than Tobias, but, I mean – So I I should talk about sites too, like uh, Horford on Fandle at 6,300 is way better than Horford at 7K on DK, and then Tobias is 79 and 71. Obviously, you have to play two small forwards on Fandle. So both of them are, are definitely better plays on Fandle, but I don't know, I'm just not super into Philadelphia tonight. I feel like that spread really leans towards Sacramento, and it makes me like even a guy like Fox. I don't think anyone's going to play Fox. I I don't know. Like, I like the Sacramento side more for sure.
2: Yeah, that's interesting because uh, I think we're getting a lot of ownership on Philly with all these injuries.
1: So, Uh, what about all Shake Weight? You you into Shake Shake Milton? I mean, this guy's been incredible. But – yeah, I, again, like, we'll, we'll talk about this a lot during the during the show, but the FanDuel pricing is way easier to fit stuff than DK. I mean, so you got Shake at 65 on DraftKings. I couldn't even imagine paying 6500 for Shake Milton. I just – there's no – even though he's been good, he's been really good, playing a bunch of minutes, crushing. I just couldn't imagine. But 5400 on FanDuel is a whole different story – I don't mind it. I'm trying to look at that. Like, I think Mike Scott, how many – let's see how many minutes. I mean, he's coming off 36 minutes. He's actually cheaper on DraftKings. So, we just talked about a bunch of guys that are better plays on FanDuel. Mike Scott's one of the guys that is going to be a DraftKings value. He's 3,800 on DK and 4,300 on FanDuel. So, you can kind of flip-flop the different guys based on – site, like we always talk about, I mean – you can't just blindly play the same guys because the pricing is so different some days. Mike Scott's definitely one of those guys. You're never playing you're never paying forty three hundred for Mike Scott on FanDuel. But DK, there's not a ton of value out there that, that we love. So thirty eight hundred there. I think you have to at least consider him there.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting spot right there for sure. Uh <clears throat> another injury, we got we got it ranked up here as a impact rating of ten. Tonight. And that's Steph Curry finally makes his comeback. I am a little shocked they let him play this year. Why not just tank for the for the best? Why are they letting him play? This is actually a situation where Dean can can take the victory for the victory lap. Yes, they should be tanking because they're terrible. They need that big pick, and you know that would help them out so much. But they're letting Curry come back. So he's Mm -hmm. gonna be limited. I don't I don't think I necessarily want to play Curry. It's priced up still, but what about the other guys now? Especially Wig. I'm thinking. People are going to play Wiggins on a four-game slate. Man, having Curry back may actually hurt Wiggins quite a bit. Man.
1: Yeah, I mean, having – and and it's not like he's going to play 18 minutes. Like, I think he could play high 20s minutes. I mean, 25, I think, is a lot of people's projection. But if he's playing, I can promise you he's healthy. And he's just going to be out there running around 25 to 28 minutes in that range. All the usage, I mean, definitely on DK, I can't see playing anyone. Let me see all his FanDuel prices real quick. We got, yeah, man, like, I've been playing this Michael Mulder guy. He you really can't even play him. I mean, the scrubs, no. I think it makes – it turns the, the 18. We got four games, eight teams. It makes it almost easy to – just fade Golden State. I mean, we got we got Bobby Fei saying Draymond gets fifty tonight. Maybe he's got that inside source. I don't know. I mean, I will say that obviously Draymond is way better. <laughs> he's he's the one guy on the team that is way better with Curry in because he can't score himself, so he's just he needs guys to pass to. Obviously, he's going to be way better with Curry, and I mean, I don't, I don't hate the call. I, I actually, I don't know about the fifty-piece call, but I do like Draymond. Now that I think about it, I like that more than I originally did when we were talking about it. Because so Curry's playing, you know, Draymond's going to be in there with him. He's going to have a triple triple double upside. I, I don't, I don't mind that call, Bobby Fye. I don't mind it.
2: Yeah, Bobby Fye, doesn't got you on to Draymond now. And Eric Crane says. Well, he was asking about TNT, and you know, does that have any effect on Draymond? Maybe he wants to play a little harder on national TV. You don't they don't get too much spotlight these days in Golden State?
1: Is that game really? Is that game seriously the TV game?
2: I think that's the late the late game. So I think that's the TV TNT game.
1: Uh yeah. I mean, I I can't disagree. I mean, obviously, I, I don't think you can play Curry just because the price. And I mean, what, what is is Curry going to get any ownership tonight? We'll get. – am going to look at the ownership here in a minute when I pull up the line of basis ownership. But we'll like, see how it looks. We'll we'll, we'll say that.
2: One. We'll tease it. Just like you, we'll tease it. I a liked bit. it. I
1: liked the Draymond call, Bobby Fye. I wanted to make <laughs> fun of it. I did. I wanted to make fun of it, Bobby. But I like it. I got to be honest. I'm always honest with the people. I like the Draymond call, especially on Fanduel at fifty two hundred. Fifty two hundred looks tasty.
2: Somebody get Kyle Spears on the phone. I need to get Bobby Fye back on the RG books. He needs to be. He needs to be back doing shows. Come on, man, get him back. All right, let's see what we got. All right, here's what I want to talk about: the, the Toronto Raptors. What are you doing with these guys? We got a bunch of guys questionable. We got uh, Ibaka, Gasol, Van Bleed all questionable. What, what's your what's your what do you think's going to happen there? And and how is that going to play into you making look? Because this is the late night hammer out in Golden State and Toronto. So what
1: do you think about that? So we kind of get a, a similar thing to Golden State. These guys both almost played the other night, and they didn't. But I think they were really close to, to playing, and that was, what was it, two days ago, two or two or three days ago, whenever they played. I, I, I don't know. They got, they're they're going to be back at full strength, and these prices are not super cheap. But the matchup, you get Curry back. I mean, the game should stay close enough with Curry and Draymond in there. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't love Toronto just because obviously when you got Van Vliet and Serge back in there, a lot of these guys like Norman Powell is priced like they're both out. Marcus Gasol, Marcus could play too. I didn't. I didn't realize that Gasol probably is going to play too. So you get everyone back, and it, it could be a, a blowout depending on what happens. But I guess Pascal would be the guy I would play over. Anyone else? Just because I think he gets impacted less than he. I agree with Crane too. Who who the f is David Kaplan? I, I agree with that. I mean, who who is that? This
2: is YouTube thing. You saw you saw JJ struggle with it last night. They get you on the names here, man. They don't they don't give you the name you want. They give you the name that they want to give you. So
1: I don't know. Yeah, like you know Maxwell Gover. He doesn't want to go by Maxwell Gover in there. No <laughs> way, know, no.
2: man. No, that's, there's no way. Yeah, he there's no way he visibly signed up for Maxwell Gover. He's yes man he got, says yes man though. No. He got his to say it right. He must. That must be like his. This must be like the account he looks at his porn on on YouTube where he what he's watching <laughs> <laughs> where he watches the Brazilian waxes and you know like when. <laughs> so this is like he signed up for that one. He gets stuck with that name. But all right, so. All right, we got this, – this. This we got to go on here. Is there any more injuries that you're looking at? I mean, Charlotte's kind of – got a Devontae Graham's question. Well, that could mean some Rogier time. But is there anything we missed that you're going to – that playing into
1: your lineups tonight? So, I mean, obviously we, we didn't talk about this, but it's always the factor. We only got one early game on – well, on both sides. But obviously on Fandle you have to have it all locked in. We'll have all the news before that. But D.K., I mean, you got a full hour and then another two hours. So it's kind of a four-game slate where where you don't have to go crazy with that first game, especially if the news doesn't hit right. Like, I'm looking right now. I mean, Rozier, if Graham was out, like, I, I think Rozier is a really good play. But if he's in, I don't know. Like, none of these guys – none of these guys even come close to sticking out. So – yeah, I don't see it as far as the Charlotte side.
2: Yeah, so let's get on to uh, – let me see here. We're, we're, let's go – I want to talk about some games because you talk about – let me refresh this page too right here. Starting lineups page. All right. I want to talk about some games specifically. We only got four so we can talk about them a little bit more in depth here. And we'll start off with the Clippers and Rockets game because that's the biggest total of the night. That's the prize game, man. That's that's two two big dogs going at it. All right, so let me start off with the sharp side. You you teased it earlier. I think we're on. I think we're in the same game here because I like I like a play in this game also. So, talk to me about your, your sharp side streak and who. What's your lock in this game? I'm surprised you didn't lock in a college
1: basketball lock because you, you've been on fire with the college basketball. Man. I to be honest, I didn't. I didn't even look at the college hoops today. <laughs> I was. I had some other things going on. We were in the wine last night. <laughs> I just didn't look at the college hoops much today. So. The Clippers tonight, though, versus Houston. Houston, obviously, small ball, as we've all talked about. We've seen huge success. The one team, though, that I don't think it's going to even remotely work against is the Clippers, just because they can go small with a bunch of dudes. I mean, they can put a lineup out there that can just destroy a a small ball lineup. I mean, you, you could have a lineup out there with, obviously, Kawhi, Paul George, you could have Bev. You could play Lou. I mean, Lou Williams is a perfect small ball defender because he can just guard one of these guys in the corner. You can hide him a little bit. And Paul George and Kawhi can take on a lot of that work in there. So you got Marcus Morris, Harrell. They just match up perfect with small ball. You only got to give one point. I mean, you can do the money line on on the sharp side thing because it's not even a big favorite. I don't – I love the – and the Clippers are kind of locked in a little bit right now. Whenever they get a big game, we've seen it all year versus the Lakers and the, the – it's a few weeks back they just pounded them. They want to make a statement against this small ball team. I, I love the Clippers. It was kind of like that Villanova game last night. Like, they almost blew that on me too. After all the trash I talked, they almost, they almost pissed down their leg and blew that game, but – the Clippers are winning this game tonight. Houston isn't beating it. They aren't winning this game. I will
2: agree that this is the one team that that small ball is going to have a hard time with because the, the Clippers are pretty versatile. And and one of the, that leads me into my sharp side lock. I got a little streak going. I'm, going. I'm going to streak it up tonight here. I'm going for a lot of the reasons you said. Montrez Harrell, over six and a half rebounds. I think he gets a lot of – first off, he gets a lot of run against Houston anyway. He's going to get a lot of run tonight because Zubac, what Zubac can't play five minutes tonight. There's no way Zubac is out on the
1: floor. Harrell's going to get a lot of run. That's what makes too. They just won't play Zubac. They'll just he'll play five minutes like you said, and they'll just go small. It'll
2: mean a lot of minutes for Harrell. It'll mean a lot of minutes against guys who are small. Like, he's going to have to out-rebound guys like P.J. Th- Tucker and those guys are dogs, but they're just not They're just not tall enough. So, six-and-a-half rebounds over that number for Harrell, for me, I think is a pretty gravy bet. I think that's – looking at all the things I looked at on the Sharp Side app, I think that's the one that stood out to me. He's got a real good shot here. So, I'm going Montres Harrell over. As for the game, DFS what's purposes. The, what's
1: the rebounding number? What was it, five-and-a-half? Six and a half. Oh yeah, that's like that's like stealing. I mean, after you you take freaking slow mo and you take freaking Snell, <laughs> that's like stealing coming back with Harold against Houston. That's not yeah. even fair. I rare. Looked, you gotta challenge yourself. I dug in, it's too I, easy.
2: I dug in, but there just wasn't there just wasn't the scrubs out there, man. They didn't have the good scrub props. I need those scrub props to keep my streak going. But the game itself is interesting because, like I said, big biggest total of the night, the the premier game of the night. But guys are priced up here, so it's going to be tough to get a lot of this in your lineup, and we haven't even talked about all the studs in the other games, but this game features three big studs, Harden, Westbrook, and, and Kawhi. Not to mention Paul George, but he's priced down a little bit. From a DFS standpoint, Harden always – I don't care how good the Clippers are defensively, Harden always gives these guys problems. He always, He's always in their grill, man. He, and he's put them for four games this year. He's had three excellent games against them. Where are we going with our studs in this game? Who do you? It sounds like you're leaning Clippers, but does that mean you want Kawhi over the
1: the Westbrook Harden combination? No, I mean that was strictly a DFS or strictly a sharp side type thing with the Clippers side. The Clippers. The bad part about DFS, they just got so many dudes. People keep playing Paul George because of the price. Let me pull it up here. We got. I just keep hearing it. Every time you go into lineup HQ, you see the 19 little dots from everyone just everyone just loving him. I mean, he's so cheap. He's going to – his upside, he's 7,400 DK, 69 Fandle, and people just love it. I mean, they love getting 27 minutes from Paul George, 29 minutes, because that next time he could have the upside on minutes, they'll tell you all day. Like, one of these games he's going to get – it's just not going to happen. It's like when people were playing uh, Stanton in baseball for, like, two months just waiting for him. He's so cheap. He's got all the home run upside, and then he strikes out four times a day. It's like these guys just want it to happen. so. And then the one night he, he gets a little extra run, people are going, I knew Paul George was too cheap. You just played him two straight months trying to get the upside. They're not going to play him extended runs. So, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not playing Paul George again. And Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi's fine. I mean, on a four-game slate, you can always play a guy like Kawhi. I would definitely play him over any any of the other. Like, Lou Williams has been bad ever since they've been at full strength, just not enough usage for him. I, really, for me, it's just Kawhi and Montrez in this spot. And the rest of them, I can't do it in a game like this.
2: Yeah. Well, talk about some of these uh... – some of these, like, you know, Westbrook and Harden, 50-50, which one, okay, Westbrook, Harden, which one are you going
1: to take? I always say the same thing, and I know it sounds like a cop-out, but I just kind of set my rule where I want one of the two, like on all my teams tonight, I want one of the two. I don't want two, and I don't want zero, so I could tell you that I like, I mean, I probably like Harden a little more, but to be honest, it's literally like a coin flip to me. I think either one of them could be the leading scoring guy. I know Westbrook always gets into it with Pat Bav. Yeah, so it makes me like Harden just a little more, just because of the the, the Bev's going to be up in him a little bit. I think Harden. They don't have a guy that they can put on Harden as easy. So, give me Harden over him, but I mean, it, it's truly like a coin flip for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a decent amount of both of them.
2: Yeah, I don't usually get excited for regular season games, but this one has the makings of being pretty good with the, with that individual matchups. Westbrook against Beverly, and then Harden and Kawhi going at it, and so some of the some of the fringe players. You talked about Paul George and how he's kind of not like on. You know, people keep playing him at the price tag; he's been terrible. But we could say the same thing for Lou Williams. But do you have any more love for Lou Williams than you do for Paul George?
1: Uh, so so we got uh what's this who we got in there Mike Millie Oswin twenty in the chat saying he has the great disagree on Lou at fifty nine hundred I mean, if you think he gets a usage bump, then sure, I think it's fine. I mean, again, it's kind of like the Paul George play. I mean he's fifty three on FanDuel. he's fifty nine on dK. I think it's fine. I think he could definitely get you in the 30. I just don't see upside. I don't know. I mean, a few games ago, he played 28 minutes and got 40 fantasy points. I think that's, like, way above his ceiling in a game like this. I mean, he's going to play 22, 23 minutes. Uh, he's fine. He's cheap. I'll, I'll say that. Like, he's cheap. It's just like the Paul George play, though. I, I, I just don't see the upside in a game like this. Maybe I'm wrong. He is cheap, though, so I don't hate the play. I see your boy
2: Randone is, Randone is in chat, on the YouTube chat. He wants, he wants to know if you're going to qualify tonight or, or, or what, man.
1: I'm trying to get me a, a DK seat the most because I got that sports betting seat in a few weeks here, going to Jersey for the four days. I need to get me a DK seat for that weekend, though, and I've been lighting some money on fire trying to get this puppy. <laughs> Tonight's a... Seven hundred and fifty-five, I think, on on DK. Seven hundred and fifty-five bucks. Only like sixty people in there, so we're firing it off again. I mean, another team in there. My main team will be in it. I think I got one entry on Fanduel too. I'm gonna give my best, but these finals, man, they hurt the feelings a little bit. I I got, I got to break through here tonight. I think I got, I got a couple plays that are gonna be unowned too. So. I like that. I like when I got
2: own plays. Yeah, all right. You got you got the extra money to be blowing on it. You got the oh, extra don't money. Don't be talking <laughs> about
1: no extra money when you, you got-, got that million. I don't have no million. I'm buying. Freaking $17 bottles of wine, Chop. I mean oh, yeah, not, it, not all of us are as rich as you.
2: Yeah, you, you're buying that because it just tastes good. You just like it. Why, why why would you get something? Why would you get one of those Empire Empire um, Maker bottles when the, the 17 is just fine, it goes, goes down just as smooth. smooth. <laughs> it goes down just I as mean, smooth. How do they
1: make it so good and sell it so cheap? I
2: don't know. Good question. We'll have to figure that one out. I got I got a question from uh the Discord chat. This is referring to the conversation or the story that uh, Kirk Dees told yesterday. He wants to know – I guess he wants to know, is is Big T the one that would be going to the bathroom if he and Kirk Geese were in that room with that lady of the night? And I got to say, there's no way Big T's headed to the bathroom. Big T's the one <laughs> – I, I can guarantee you Big T's the one in that robe laying out on that bed while oh.
1: Kurt while Kurt is in the bathroom. There's no way. Who was not. the why's someone in the bathroom? What's the what's the what's the genesis
2: here? I don't really know. you have to watch that show back Kurt Deese told a story back when he was like seventeen in Vegas and, and they got him, they got him a little lady of the night coming up to the room and he got a little scared and went to the bathroom and hung yeah, out. For oh, a while. Big T is definitely not in the
1: bathroom. Zero. <laughs> that's shot. what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm Big saying. T might he might not he might not perform for. A, I mean, they're they're ladies of the <laughs> night. They know what they're doing. So, I mean, Big T might not make it outside of like the five minute mark. But five? Oh, that's a big that's big no, time. That, that's, that's a lot. That's time, That's like Lou Williams getting forty fantasy. Yeah, that's right. a lot
2: of time right there. you yeah, I'm thinking more like seconds.
1: There's got to be seconds going on there, but so, yeah, no
2: way, Big T. No, no way, Big T. Cowers to the bathroom. No, He's for zero sure. shot. He's for and sure. Kirk
1: Dees knows that. There's no way he would say that about Big T.
2: No, no, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk didn't say that about you. That's 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 West Coast Jim and chat asking that question. But uh we got another game here. Next game, I think is really interesting. After that Rockets game, is because of the injuries, and we kind of talked about it, but. The Philly, Philly, and the Sacramento Kings is going to open up a lot of value. In fact, let me pull up a question I just saw here about this game. Uh, yeah, so our, our boy, our boy Yappy and Chad wants, wanted to know: uh, Are you seeing any way to use this Philly value guys like Burks and Corkman's and, Cork and on, on DK? Like, do you like these value guys? I mean, we talked about some of the some of the other guys you didn't like so much, but can you get behind like Burks or, or
1: Furcan or somebody like that? So for me, I can't play any of these scrubs. I mean, I'm looking at their prices. I mean, Glenn Rob 4K and 3800 on Fanduel can't do it. Furcan 45 and 41, maybe Furcan on Fanduel just because he's 4100. You need some value. I'm not paying 45 though for Furcan. I don't think Burks is too expensive. Five K, five K and 45. Mike Scott's my only cheap, my, my only cheap Philly guy. I think.
2: Yeah, Kirk. Kirk is. Kirk is. I see Kirk in check. He's not. I'm just. i was just retelling the story, Kirk. I'm not saying. I'm not saying no names, man. I'm gonna leave it at that. So, but uh. Oh, you do got have the names out too. <laughs> so I got a. I got a question. This is. This is a little bit. This one. This one. I, I'm not. I'm not so. I'm not too happy about this one. But Eric Crane wanted this. He asked this one in Discord. He says. How does Tony feel having lost a four foot eight JSU in Nashville? I can't believe he's rehashing those memories,
1: man. I mean, first of all, just when it you was were a team it. game, I mean, it's a team game. Freaking <laughs> JSU we, was you're throwing game. us under the bus now? Oh, I get it, man. Our no, captain's
2: I, throwing us under the bus. No, not no, true. I, I've never thrown I anybody. I, under I the totally, bus. I totally bailed
1: on that game. No, it, and it was a team game. Like we lost. Point being, wasn't throwing my guys under the bus. It was that JSU was two for eighteen. His teammates freaking bailed him out. I mean, dudes were making plays in there. Cam, I mean, Big Cam was like three for three from the arc. I mean, taking guys charges. Plays. Taking charges? JSU was one for 18 and then makes one shot and says to get off his court. I mean, Mango, I will blame Mango, though. I didn't blame the teammates. <laughs> Mangone misses a layup. I mean, do you remember this, Chop? We talked about it on the show. Like, someone, I don't know who made the pass. It might have been me. It might have been anyone. I don't remember this part. Wide open for a layup. If Mangone makes a wide open layup, the game's over. JSU can go. He can go grab some pine, but I, I oh, forget about that. I must have been huffing for
2: air, man. I didn't even see that. It was oh, in I'll the
1: recap you, video. You'll see I, it. It's a real. Play tell you play you play what,
2: Wide open. He probably he probably shanked it because he was a little bit too too much pressure built up in him because he didn't get his noodle wet the night before, right? Oh, there's no that might have been that might like if he was nice and relaxed. He might have not shake that. He might not have shake that. Uh, that layup. Well, the best so. part
1: was, is he said, "Oh, I didn't know it was for the game. I would have tried a <laughs> little harder." He said, or something like that.
2: Oh, Okay, all right, I, said, I get you, man. going. But he was limited that game. He was limited, just like them sports bets. He's a little limited. All right, so we got a lot. We got. What do we got? We still got twenty minutes, man. We got plenty of time, guys. So we, are we done with Philly, Sacramento, or you got a
1: secret, a super
2: secret play this game? Gonna... No,
1: I no. There's no no secret plays for me in this game. All right, let me see.
2: Talk to me about – I'm going to say that Denver game for last because that, that one looks the ugliest. Talk to me about that this one's Toronto – That
1: one's the game I like, the Denver game. We'll say. Or just shoot yeah, me through this Toronto Georgia. Golden
2: State. Shoot me through this big – this, this late-night hammer here, Toronto Golden State. What's your thoughts on this game? We talked about the injuries a little bit, but who can we play from this game?
1: Yeah, I mean, so the, the whole slate's going to come down to just how you can kind of pivot off of the Clippers and Houston game because – that's the main game. I mean, it's going to be on TNT, ton of points, a ton of good guys in there that can put up numbers. It should stay close, too. Like, I don't think it'll turn into a blowout. Even though I love the Clippers, Houston playing small is going to be tough to blow them out. That's another reason that it makes it fun to have that kind of approach. It's it's going to be tough for anyone to blow them out. They might, they might lose a bunch, especially in the playoffs, but they should be able to always compete with a lineup like this. So, I mean, Toronto, Golden State, you got the late game. I, I hate to piggyback a play, but I, I like this Draymond play. I really do. I mean, it. I haven't played him a ton this year because, I mean, he, when he's out there playing with Michael Mulder and Tuscana Anderson, and he's just not – he doesn't care. He's going to sit. He doesn't have anyone to pass to. He can't score himself. Now all of a sudden, though, he's got Curry. He's got Wiggins. He's got Damian Lee. Chris has been nice. I think Draymond Green might be one of my favorite plays on the slate and Bobby kind of made him stuck it. I got to give him credit. I got to cite my sources because 5,200 on FanDuel. That is a tasty price point. Real tasty. He's still not going to play a ton of minutes, but if he plays 30 minutes, I, I think Draymond's my guy here.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I get that one. Also, got to go back and, and apologize to to Chris Kirkwood. Kirk Dees his his fiance is not happy. We keep rehashing the story, so from here on out it's just dead. It's it's like the opto. It's dead. We're just dropping it from here on out. No more no more stories about bathrooms in Vegas and ladies in the night or anything. It's, it's just dead. It's just nothing else. So uh, you say you like this. Denver game, the last one I chose because it looks a little shaky to me. It's a a double-digit spread, low total here, uh, super low total for Charlotte. There's a chance. I don't like to play blowouts too much, but, boy, if Denver was ever going to blow somebody out, this is a night they're going to blow somebody out right here. But you seem to have a little bit of interest in it. Talk to me about Denver and Charlotte.
1: Yeah, I like it for a few angles because I think a lot of people are going to look at it that way. But the Nuggets have been struggling. They just lost to freaking Golden State with all backups. And at home, they were favored by like 17. Had to be one of the worst losses of the season. Now they go on the road, which always lets you get come together as a team a little bit on the road. I think they they certainly could blow them out because I think they play good tonight. But even if they do, I think these guys get enough minutes. And it's a four-game slate where I don't think people are going to play Jokic as much. He's going to smash. They're going to play through him like they always do when they get in these tough spots where they're kind of – I say they're against the wall, but it it just means that because of how bad they looked the other night. Like, not because they're actually in a bad spot. They just want to play good tonight. You got a guy like Jamal Murray. He's only 68 on DK. He's 66 on Vandal. He was tweeting it out the other night how you can blame him. The loss is on him. He's got to be better. He's got to be more competitive. He's going to be unowned. I mean, we got him 24% on DK. I think he'll be lower than that. But on a four-game slate, you got these guys against Charlotte. If they run into some extra run and get, like, Jamal Murray 35 minutes, we got him at 35 right now. If he gets anywhere above that against Charlotte, like there's just so much upside. And then I got my guy. He burned me the other night. He'll probably burn me again. But I'm going to keep playing him. They have to get him going. Michael Porter Jr., 4K on DK, 3,900 on FanDuel. I really liked him the other night because we didn't know about Millsap. But tonight the advantage is the exact same as the other night. They have to get him going. If they blow this team out, he could play the whole fourth quarter. And if it stays close, he should get enough minutes to be able to be somewhere around value. If they, if they Like last night, the other night, he fell into the worst possible game script. I mean, they, they were losing. They just didn't have a chance to really get him in there and get going. If this game's easy, though, and they really get the karma flowing, like I feel like he has a ton of upside. And no one is going to play him. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be unowned. So it's a tournament play. Obviously, it's not a cash play. If he falls into a bad script like he did the other night, he's not going to get there for you. It's that simple. But he's the type of play that he's. hopefully he's going to win me a qualifier tonight because I'm playing him. All right, a couple of questions for you. You are the Denver guy.
2: You know, you you know Denver like you. you anybody could shoot me a question about Houston Cougar basketball, and I'd answer. I I'd, I'd know everything about it. You know everything about Denver. So what if this game goes into the fourth quarter and it's a twenty point Denver lead, and we start and we start to see some blowout time? Who's going to get it? Who, who's your guys if it's a blowout?
1: Yeah, I mean that's where MPJ is the number one guy for that. I mean, you just pull pull these five starters off. I think they're going to play into the fourth no matter what, though. Unless it's just literally – if it's 20, they're still going to be playing. Unless it's literally like a 30-plus point game. Because that Golden State factors in tonight. If they're up 20 going to the fourth, they're still going to be in there trying to put it on. I mean, they're not going to play the whole fourth, obviously. But if it's a blowout – another guy, too, I like that just because it's in chat. Maxwell, our boy Maxwell Gover from earlier, he said, how did Gary Harris get worse? He's actually (laughs) one guy that I've made fun of all year, but he looks better to me the last two weeks. He looks like he started to get into a flow. He played 35 minutes the other night, 26 fantasy points. He's 4,400 on both sites, so he's nice and cheap. Again, it's a four-game slate, and he's another guy that I think is just going to be completely unowned for a guy that's going to play 35 minutes in a spot against Charlotte unowned it's a four game slate these nuggets guys i'm super high on them and gary so i would rank them for sure as far as as far as price and value and ownership i'd rank them mpj jamal murray i guess then harris then jokic but i like all four of them and I think all four of them could get that. Even, even Monte Morris could fall into some scrub time. But I love the Nuggets.
2: Okay. Got a few questions there. I'll get back to that. First question, Buckeye for Life was asking me, am I a believer in the opto for cash? And the answer is absolutely. I can guarantee that optimizer night in and night out is going to build a better cash game lineup than I can personally. That's just me personally. I'm I'm not a cash game guy so much anymore uh and the optimizer will definitely beat me on most nights so I, I would definitely believe in the optimizer I think you could tweak it a little bit you know just maybe a player it's something you don't if you have a particular you want to take a stand on a player you can put him in there and but the optimizer is definitely the way to go and uh so that's what I got so what you got I know you're seeing you're seeing the chat Are you see seeing JS you in there dogging you <laughs>
0: I, mean, <laughs> I didn't,
1: didn't want to
2: bring it up. That's that's some sour grapes. I I, bring I, mean,
1: I I I've accepted it. I mean, I I, I'll be honest too. Like, I wake up in the middle of the night still these days, just in a, in a deep sweat from thinking about JSU beating me. So he's right though. That day before at the Y, we teamed up. We joined forces the day before and took some people down. So
2: I've always I've I've been meaning to ask you this. That day at the Y was that a half court game? No. No. Y'all, y'all went full
1: court at the oh, Y yeah. the day before? You burned yeah. your legs out. You burned your legs out I, on us, man. It's the truth. I don't, <laughs> I don't make excuses, though. And, and also, we played, We won about – so me and JSU played about four – maybe four games and we got W's. All of a sudden, he said he's done. I kept playing another three games. So he was off doing who knows what. I ran another three games with some people.
2: There you go. So uh, another question for you uh, concerning those, those, those nuggets. I got – uh, two two names from the Nuggets that have been thrown out in chat. What do you think about Mason Plumley and what do you think about Jamal Murray tonight?
1: I, I don't like Plumley as much. I just don't. I don't know. I don't play Plumley. I think he's he's fine in some spots, but I think they're going to try to get their guys going tonight. They have to get in postseason mode. I don't want to play Plumley. He's not one of the Nuggets that I'm going to play, but. You could. I think you could play. If you think the game goes differently than I do. Like, I'd play Plumlee in a game that looks like a blowout. I just don't – I don't think they need to get him going. So, he's not He's not one of the guys I'm going to play. And I like Jamal Murray. I, I think Jamal Murray's a good
2: player. All right. So, uh, we, we covered a lot of stuff here. One thing I wanted to do a little bit different today – I wanted to go to DraftKings, and we're on a short slate, but you can still get a good full full game of uh, the NBA tiers, the tiers over there on uh, on DraftKings. So I, w- I wanted to go there, and I wanted to run through some stuff and talk about some players because I find this interesting. A lot of the a lot of the tiers are, uh, you know, those are the, the decisions you're making in your, in your in your regular lineup. So like, if you can fight through this stuff, you can uh, you can help help yourself make some good decisions. And also another thing. This is one. This is one time I don't recommend the opto. Is just plugging an opto into the to the uh, the tiers because these guys are so evenly matched up. They put them out there that uh, you know, it's just like one little thing swings it. So I don't believe in the opto as far as tiers. But let's talk about this. Let's go. Do you have the Do you have the names in front of you? You got you got some info pulled up here. What, what do you need the opto? Draft, the DraftKings NBA tiers. You know the tiers where you go tier oh, one, tier two, the tiers. I'll throw some names out to you because these are these
1: are decisions that people are struggling with I, anyway. Because I put a in tonight just because you said I was going to have to talk about tears. I, I didn't even know what you meant. <laughs> I didn't mean them tears from Vegas
2: to them tears from uh, them tears from Nashville when we got beat, man. Those were the tears. Those were the tears of loss. But the tears, the NBA tears. We're looking at tier one here. It's really interesting. You got Harden, Westbrook, and Jokic. People will be struggling with this on their cash games too. Which one, of, I mean, clearly Harden gets the bigger projection, but like I said, anything can swing any one of these guys up to the top. Which one are you picking there?
1: Yeah, I mean, so everyone's going to take – the good thing about Tears, you can always you can always yeah. base it on ownership, too. Like, everyone's going to play Harden as far as the chalky, just because it's, it's raw points. Salary doesn't matter, obviously. So I think he's clearly the best play, Harden. I mean, just because – I mean, what out of 100 times like we always say if they play it 100 times, he's going to be the leading scorer definitely more than 50% of the time. I think Jokic though is going to be low enough owned to where I'm good with I'm good with taking a stab on Jokic in tournaments.
2: Yeah, you, that's a good point. Is people look and they say, "Oh, look, Harden's projected for four four plus points more than everybody else." Like that's like that's a magical number four plus points and everybody gets on that player whoever it is if they're that if they're that far ahead in the projection that's going to drive up their ownership. Yeah, I don't mind going with one of these other two guys, Westbrook or Jokic. So let's just say Jokic because Jokic, who, who's to say Jokic can't drop a twenty twenty game tonight and We use this
1: example a lot, but if this game somehow did stay close, like there's no way he's not going off. The only way he doesn't go off is if it's just a total landslide blowout. I mean, if it stays close.
2: Yeah, I agree. That's a bad defense out there. Tier number two, Kawhi Leonard, Siakam out there in Golden State, Kyle Lowry out in Golden State, and De'Aaron Fox, the sneaky Fox. Leonard's getting just a much bigger projection than everybody else here. Do you think he's that clear cut above Siakam?
1: Yeah, so we talked about this game earlier, but I don't like Paul George. I don't like how deep they are that much. So I think Kawhi is just a slam dunk here. I mean, in in Toronto, Pascal's... Somewhat close, but again, you could have Draymond on him. You, you could have a few different things happen in that game. I'm not playing Fox over Kawhi. It's yeah. kind of like tier one. Like if you play Harden, I think you can come off and maybe play one of these other guys. But since we're playing Jokic and already got one lower owned guy, I think I'd go Kawhi. I definitely wouldn't play Kawhi and Harden together though in a tournament. Just they're so obvious of plays.
2: Yeah, this is yeah. I think that's the clear. There's some cases where guys are just head and shoulders above everybody. I think Kawhi's probably in that category tonight. But yep. tier number three. All right. So here's the Paul George tier. You got Paul George, two Philly guys, Tobias and Al Horford, and then Andrew Wiggins. Now, some of these, some of the tiers I get in there and I can start eliminating guys. And that makes it easier for me. Like, I'm going to eliminate Andrew Wiggins in this tier because I think Curry being back just really hurts him. I don't think we get that point guard Wiggins. And then you mentioned Paul George is a little rough around the edges here lately. Now you got your two
1: Philly guys. What about this tier right here? Yeah, I agree completely. I could never play Wiggins. I think Wiggins is, uh, again, with these tiers, it's just a whole different game where you got to just weigh the ownership. I mean, you could play. The one thing I don't mind about Wiggins is that I don't love this tier. I'm never playing Paul George in this tier. I'm probably never playing Wiggins, but, Tobias and Horford I think I lean towards Horford and the nice thing is I think he'll be the third highest owned guy in this tier so we're getting a little bit lower ownership again but I mean you could play Tobias this is one of the tiers where you you could spread around a little bit if you're playing multiple teams for me I'd rank it Horford Tobias Wiggins Paul Paul George I'm just never playing Paul George tonight
2: yeah, I, I just I can't get away from Harris as far as I just say he's just a little bit better than Horford. I just one of those Philly guys should eat it up though with all those injuries. So uh, take your pick on either one. Horford's fine, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. The tier four is uh, – all right, now. You start getting into some some shiftier names here. Jamal Murray. You got Shake Milton. Shake Milton. Tier four. Covington, who's been great with the Rockets. Uh Montrez, who I think is going to have a nice game tonight just based on the matchup. And then there's Norman Powell. So, for me, Norman Powell kind of gets the boot right off the bat. So, that will take me down to a
1: four-man tier. But uh, who do you like out of these guys? Yeah, so, for me, it's clearly just the top three guys. I mean, I'm never playing Norm. With, with everyone coming back, Norm, the good thing about the tiers, you can always eliminate a couple of them to where you're down to one, two, three guys per tier. I wish they had bigger contests because I do kind of like the way the tiers are as far as they just don't they don't have enough stuff sometimes. But for me, I, I clearly like Jamal in this tier. I think it's not even really close. But I'm higher on Denver than the field tonight. I'm going to be really high on Denver. So I'd rank it Jamal. And then Trez and, and Bob Covington are super similar. I agree with you. I think, obviously, Zubach doesn't get as much time. Harold's going to get a little extra tick up. And when he gets a tick up, I think he crushes. So I'll go with Harold. <laughs> all right. Well, we're, we, we just talked about Norman Powell and guys
2: coming back. And so I got two uh, Toronto questions from from the different chats. Uh, first one, our guy Rocky Rocky Raccoon in Discord was talking about uh, Van Vleet. It's a weak shooting guard position on FanDuel. I mean, if he's active, are you willing? First of all, if you're on FanDuel – That's a little bit shaky to play Van Vliet because he's questionable anyway, and you can't swap him out, and that's a late game. So what do you think about Van Vliet on FanDuel?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, we talk about it a ton, but the different dynamics of the sites really bring it out. And we talked about the question, Harden versus Westbrook. One of the reasons I think Harden is a better play on FanDuel is just because of that, the shooting guard position. I mean, there's a world where you could have Devontae Graham sit still. I think he'll play. But he could be out of there, and I'm never playing Norman Powell. So all of a sudden, you look at the position. There's just not much there. So for me, it's another reason I like Gary Harris. I threw his name out there. It's 4400. He's unowned. I just would rather play Gary Harris. I'm not playing. I'm not playing Van Vleet. I don't think. I mean, his price is fine. If you want to gamble and play him, I think he's okay. But so like he's sixty one hundred on FanDuel. If you get thirty from him, I'd rather just get twenty from Gary Harris and just go that direction. Because I think I think Harris has some upside too in this spot. So for me, I would just play Harris. But is, is Van Vliet really going to be chalky?
2: Oh, I don't know. I, I'll pull up some ownership numbers here a minute. But uh, there's another question in YouTube chat about Toronto. Real
1: quick, they got Fred Van Vliet. We I, I got to tackle it. They. they, they they got him projected forty one percent. If Fred VanVleet you know is what? going to be forty one percent on Fanduel, like that's a fade for me.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a big number. I guess it's a really weak position, but uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I haven't really specifically looked at Fanduel shooting guard yet. So yeah, but yeah, forty one like percent seems big. Yeah, I kind of agree. I kind of agree with that. It's the late ninety. You can't swap him out. In YouTube, we got a question about. Uh, OG on FanDuel. It's coming from boy. I tell you what, I eat booty. I eat booty on YouTube. I tell you these usernames, man. These guys are crazy. OG on FanDuel. You want you want to play a little OG with everybody back now?
1: I just Toronto just doesn't. I mean, this dude's almost six K, and they got three guys coming back. I'm not – I definitely am not playing OG today. Yeah, I
2: think I'm passing on that too. I'm passing on all, all that. I'm passing on OG and eating booty and everything. We're just – we're out on all that stuff. So, so Definitely cool. out on the eating the booty. <laughs> He's, yeah, you got be careful of your username, guys. You just never know. All right, so we got this next tier, tier five. Boom, we can eliminate some guys because uh, you just said OG. Oh, we don't want OG. There's some of these guys in here that are a little bit shaky. Top of the leaderboard, though, Terry Rozier, Marquise Chris, Bielitza. Who's your, who's your guys in this tier? Yeah, Devin. I, I, Devin, like... I thought you wanted me to go over, Devin. You wanted me to bridge the gap a little. <laughs> oh, we got a minute. All right. We got a minute, Tony. Give me, give lo- me, give I me. I like
1: Rozier here.
2: You like Rozier? Okay. Devontae Graham is warming up. I don't know if that hurts you. I mean,
1: I, I think Rozier's a lock if he sits. I, I, I like Rozier even if Graham plays, though.
2: All right, tier six. Does Will Barton still get garbage time
1: out there in Denver? I don't – I just don't see I mean, Barton – I just don't see it with Barton. I kind of said the Denver guys I like. Barton's not one of them. I, I think they want to get guys going that they need in the playoffs. They, they need Barton to be good, but he's just not one of the guys I like. I like Miles Bridges for a sneaky play in the sixth tier. Sixth tier, that's a, that's a real – can't guard wings like that, and Bridges yeah. should match up good with them.
2: It's a toss-up out there, so I would agree with that. You, you, I like that pick. All right, guys. Well, we've had our we've had our mark here. We're at the uh, mark where uh, now we're going to get some crunch time coming in in a few minutes. And uh, so stay tuned for me and, D and the guys coming in for crunch time. Hope you enjoyed and learned a little something. Go out there and put in some uh, some winning GBB lineups here on this four game. And for Big T, I am Head Chopper, guys. We'll catch you later. But for now, we're out of here.